Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. I also just want to uh, uh, bring us back into kind of the mm-hmm. space that we're in. Last week, we talked about one-to-one and what it looked yeah. like to help yeah. people to know God, mm-hmm. um, which is a little bit of a different perspective of how we jumped into uh, the know God component for yeah. us. And we're talking big four, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. here in a second. Uh, but man, I, I really hope that you engaged with the app that we presented to you guys last week. If you did not get a chance to do that, jump online. Uh, download that app. It is a phenomenal tool. Our family had a blast this week getting to use it as our devotional times together. We learned a lot, talked a lot together. Got and, saved again. Uh, got saved again. <laughs> uh, but just a really, really, really great resource. And we want to encourage you to have that um, and be familiar with that so that you can help people as we help to connect them with God. And that means you, as you connect them with God, helping them to take yeah. their next steps. Yep. Yeah. We've, uh, this whole series is talking about uh, how each of us has been commissioned by God to be a disciple, to be someone who follows after God with our life. Uh, But not only that, it's really clear in scripture that God has asked us to not only love him, but to love other people. And so part of being a disciple is to actually help other people go on that journey too. take that, take people and help them in their journey of, of learning to know God more. And that's what we've talked about. And this is really a lifelong journey. Yeah, totally. This is is not something that's just done overnight. (laughs) It's a lifelong journey. Um, and it's, and it's one that we get the privilege of, of going on, um, with people. Uh, just as a reminder, I want you to just keep this in mind. And I mentioned this last week that you're always one step ahead of somebody. It's yeah, a good point. And I think that's a really yeah. good thing for us to remember. Like we're not all there. None of us have arrived right. in our journey with right. God. People have walked with God their whole lives. Yeah. None of us have arrived. Yeah. And so it's always important for us to realize that there's always somebody who God's placing in our path yeah. to be able to help on their journey and then their walk with God. So yeah. just remembering that. Um, we're, we're in this series called The Journey, right? Yeah. And we're talking about um, four components or yeah. four wheels, as we've been using the analogy, Come on. four components of our life that all function together. And at River Valley, we call these the big four, which is know God, yeah. live free, discover purpose, and make a difference. Yep. And those are the big four. And all of those things have to work in tandem with yep. one another. You can't leave any of them out, but they all have to work together in order for us to have a full life yep. uh, in Christ. Last week, we talked about the first one, which was to know God. And we talked about how knowing God is reflected in how we're helping other people to get to know him, right? Today, we're talking about the second one, which is living free, which is really good news because we're gonna talk about how each of us have the ability to live free. Yeah, you know, God gave us a really clear example of all of this throughout scripture. And Mm -hmm. probably one of the best examples he gave us of the big four was how he walked with the children of Israel, his people early on when they were in captivity in Egypt. And uh, he had to come to them and reveal to them once again who he was and show his power, right? Um, and then he took them out of Egypt. He, he set them free. Yeah. He moved them out of their slavery in Egypt and then took them into the, uh, to the desert. Yeah. And in the desert, there's, there's, a, there's a whole ordeal that took there where, where he really had to get Egypt out of them yeah. and good. build in them yeah. to help them understand 
who they were in Christ, yeah. who they were yeah. in God, right? Yeah. And, and so we see the, the the three stages there, and then they they launch into the promised land, and they get to live in making a difference in their life. And God yeah. God really gave us this example for us mm-hmm. to 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 see throughout Scripture. And we see this all over the New Testament. But I love what it said in Exodus chapter twenty, verse yeah. two. Here's what it says. It says, I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. And I, I just, man, God could say that to us today. Yeah. It's the same thing in our lives. Like God rescued us from yes. our slavery yes. to sin. Yes. And he's setting our feet on a new and secure yeah. place. And that's really, really what we're discovering today as yeah. we talk about what it is to live free in our lives. So today we're uh, talking about the second wheel, right? We talked about the first one last week. We're talking about the second one. We got the Bronco out here again. We're at a shop actually out at the Bopes Ranch. And I just want to say thank you for to them for letting us come out and hang out. It's been a lot of fun the last couple weekends. Uh, but we are here. And, and the importance of what we're talking about today is the fact that on this Bronco, you need all four of these working in tandem. We talked about this, right? We talked about this last week, but it's really important for all these to work together. And today we're talking about living free and the importance of living free in our life and how it applies to all of these things working together. If you don't have freedom in your life, it's like having this incredible Bronco that has all its off-road capability. But, But imagine if it doesn't have all four wheels working. Imagine if you've got this third wheel and the air always goes out of it, right? And it just goes flat. You wouldn't be able to take this or do anything with it. Yeah, in fact, that's that's exactly one of the problems that we had with the Bronco while we got new wheels and tires on because it did. It would it had one tire that would constantly go flat and, and it, it put us in a position where we weren't sure where we could go with it. Yeah, ooh, that's good. It was yeah. it was totally okay to like drive to the Maverick on the corner, <laughs> but you you didn't want to go to the mountains. You didn't right. want to go and use the power yeah. that it was designed for, yep. much like our lives. Yeah. Like God has has filled us with his Holy Spirit. He saved us. Yeah. He, he sent us on this incredible journey. But too many of us are going on that journey with only three tires. Either that or three tires in this. <laughs> like, I mean, you, you put this on here and, and it might work, kind of. But, I mean, the reality of being able to go on the adventure, the journey that right. God is taking us right. on. You're not going to be able to do that with this. I wouldn't want to go off road with this thing on it. Like if I could have this tire or this, shoot, I'm not going off. And the other thing I, is interesting about spare tires is they say that you're not supposed to go 50 miles an hour. Right. So if you've got the wrong thing, if you haven't experienced real freedom in your right. life, you're limited in the speed at which you can go. Yeah. Right. And and you might even think that you're able to function at full speed. Right. You might even think that without the understanding of, of areas where you need to live free in your life. You yeah. might even say, yeah. Yeah, no, it's going good. Not right. able to function until you actually discover real freedom in your life. Are you able to go at the pace that God's actually designed for you to go at? It's huge. Or we do try and take it off road with this. Yeah. And all of a sudden we figure out very quickly yes. that our life, our vehicle yes. is not fully prepared for that. And, and a lot of our lives are that way, yes, right? Yes. We get into this journey. We embrace this reality of salvation. Yeah. We're so thankful for what Jesus purchased for us. We understand that once again, we've got the power of God living yeah. inside of us, but we haven't taken care of some of the things from our past. We're not right. living free from those things. Yeah. And so we're trying to off-road on a donut and we're figuring out very quickly that doesn't work. Yes. And so we get into these patterns in our lives where where we find success for a little while and then yep. the tire goes flat. Yeah. And we're trying to drive 
off-road or we're trying to drive at 60 miles an hour down yeah. the road on a flat tire right. and and everything falls apart right. in it. And that's really what we're talking about today yeah. is really learning how to live yeah. free in all these spaces of our lives. Maybe we yeah. have some unhealthy habits or mindsets or, or things from our past before uh, coming into relationship with Jesus, which would be all of us, that <laughs> is slowing us down. Yeah. And Jesus wants us to live free. He, he said, I came that you would have life and yeah. have it to the full. Like That's he good. wants us to be able to take and use the full capabilities of this life that he's right. given us. And, and a, a Bronco is your life. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> right now. Um, but the full capabilities of that, yeah. but you can't do it yep. with a flat tire. Yep. You can't do it driving on a donut. We yep. desperately need to learn how to, and many of us are afraid of leaning into this, right. this space of living free right. because the biblical example for us kind of is something that makes us uncomfortable right. a lot of times. Right, right. Like we, we see that like in, in relationship both to Jesus and mm-hmm. to the disciples yep. and, and a guy named Paul, you know, yeah. we talk about all the time. Yeah. Jesus laid out the process for us to be able to find freedom yeah. in our life. And it's all centralized around people that help us to be able to do that, yeah. right? Jesus exemplified what it was to have patience with somebody in the journey right. of discovering freedom with Paul. Yeah. He did this. And then Paul turned around and did this with one of his disciples, a son in the faith named Timothy. And Paul talked about the great patience that God yeah. has with us. Yeah. And it's an important thing. So he talks about this in 1 Timothy 1 verse, verse, verse 15. And it says this. This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of the great patience with even the worst of sinners. That others would realize that they too can believe in him and receive eternal life. Jesus really gave us the best methodology when it came to this place of how to find health and healing in our life. He actually modeled it for us really well in how he walked with the knucklehead disciples. Like we all make fun of them, but but really Jesus showed us really what that looked like of, of how to be in relationship with one another so that we could grow in our own personal lives, but also so that we could help others take their next steps and, and walk together in that. Right. And that's really what we're taking a look at here is when we look at Jesus and look at his inner interaction with the disciples. I mean, Peter's a beautiful example, right? Like <laughs> Jesus was constantly walking with him in his stuff. Peter would make a mistake. And Jesus in his love just yeah. walked with him through it. Yeah, right. He didn't let him get away with it. He didn't excuse right. it. But, but he walked with him through it. And yeah. I think the relational connection for us, and I think this is part of what we miss a lot in the body of Christ, is mm. how much we need each other. Right. And how integral that is to our actual health and growth in the body of Christ. Uh, This process of living free begins in a very uncomfortable space for most of us, and that's in the space of confession, right? Right, right. James chapter 5, verse 16 says this, and this is really, really the key here. It says, confess your sins to each other, pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The earnest prayers of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Here's the reality. We grow... And are strengthened by those that are around us. Right. Yep. That's kind of a scary thought, thought sometimes mm-hmm. because all too often I see people way isolated in their lives. And you can tell very clearly they're not really growing in their faith either. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus put this principle in place because he wanted us connected relationally mm-hmm. together. He calls us the body, his body, mm-hmm. the body of Christ. 
and how important it is for us to be walking in relationship together. And and without this component of humility, mm-hmm. right? If I'm going to confess my sin to you, uh, if I'm going to confess my sin to you, there has to be an attribute of humility that yeah. comes in that space that really sets up an opportunity for for my life to find health and healing mm-hmm. in it. You know, you know, confession leads to repentance, <laughs> which breaks shame off of our life. Right. And the enemy loves to play in this space yeah. in us. He loves to yeah. get us to, to buy into the shame and the guilt feel. Right. But really what God is trying to draw us into is that place of health and healing in relationship right. with others where we're open and we're yeah. transparent, where shame doesn't get to have the last yeah. word in our lives. I've lived in that in my life where right. I was too ashamed to say something to somebody because I was afraid of what they were going to think about right. me. Right. Right. And the body of Christ, the church should be the place yeah where we are building relationships with one another that are grace-filled, but are also helping each other take healthy steps forward and not making excuses for our lives. And that's where that place of confession really comes in and where we find true freedom in this experience that we have. And I think it's really cool too, you know, when I think about like even you, 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 you mentioned Peter, um, Jesus with Peter. Jesus had the goal in mind for Peter's life, which was freedom. Right. It was complete freedom. Yep. That's the goal. When we talk yep. about confession, when we talk about the idea of of bringing those things mm-hmm. to people who care about you, yeah. remember that the goal, what we're going for, is freedom Come in on. your life. It's a great. It's point. not just you need to go tell somebody the bad stuff you do. Yeah. It's no. You need to find people around you who have the same vision in mm-hmm. mind that you do. Yeah. Which is there's freedom from your life. There yeah. or for your life. There's freedom from all the junk and all the filth and yes that begins with confession confession leads to this place of repentance which Mm -hmm. this is also really really powerful because confession is amazing but confession without any change which is really what repentance is is pointless yeah we talked about repentance this last week in one-on-one which was really cool (laughs) it's crazy talking to my family (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah talking about repentance and repentance is the idea of an actual 180 degree change that takes place in our life so confession is the verbalization of that and repentance is the outworking of that in our life but there's power in our repentance this is what happens this is this is uh, in jeremiah 31 34 and this was um, we this was actually from the one to one app. It talks about the power of repentance, and when we repent, when we confess our sins, when we repent, yeah. this is what God does. Yeah. Jeremiah thirty one thirty four. Claim this because this is powerful. Come on, it's huge. This is God speaking, and I will forgive their wickedness, or I will forgive your wickedness, yeah. and I will never again remember your Come sins. On. Not only is there forgiveness that happens when there's confession yeah. and then repentance that yeah. comes with that, but there's actually he forgets, yeah. physically forgets our sins. Yeah. There's, there's power in this thing, but that only works when we're actually tied and connected with other people, yep. right? Yep. Because this is where the confession, this is the repentance to one another yeah. and, and, and helping other people yeah. and ha- having other people help us to walk on this yeah. journey yep. of finding freedom in that yeah, area. Totally. Yeah, it's huge for us. Simply put, uh, we need each other to experience the freedom that God has right. for us. Right. And I, I wish I could answer the question, why did God design it that way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've thought about it so many times. People have asked me that question, right. and here's good. the reality. He's God. Yeah. He knew what we needed as people yeah. Yeah. when it comes to, because repentance without humility, it, it isn't going to happen, right? right? right. Uh, and the humility, the brokenness, the 
the um, trust factor that it takes to walk in relationship with yep. somebody and, and to let your heart be laid open in that yeah. way is so huge. And it's not just about our sin. Right. It is about right. our journey. Right. It's about being in relationship with right. people and learning from their lives. Yes. And, and you and I both have had a yeah. bunch of people that we've yeah. uh, been able to journey with in life and in different seasons, yeah. you know, um, but a bunch of people that we've journeyed in life with that, that have helped us. Right. Um, whether it be a mentor yeah. or it's friends that we've we've kind of journeyed yeah. with and they, they've been there helping us walk through seasons right. of life. Uh, man, I, I think back uh, into my teenage years and I have mm-hmm. a, a guy named Greg Heidman, yeah. incredible guy that, that really helped me take some steps forward in my faith. Right. Uh, it was this exact stuff right here, right? Living free. There were yeah. some areas in my life of pride and, and those things that I needed yeah. somebody who loved yeah. me enough to look at me and say, Tim, yeah. What are you doing, man? And and it was so good to have men like Greg and the yeah. Steve Gregors of my life, and, and then some peers, some yeah. friends that I've yeah. walked through, and even up into today, we have great friends that we're yeah. we're journeying in small groups with. Yeah. Um, that whether it's marriage or, or whatever platform that we're yeah. learning and growing, and like in order for us to find real freedom in our lives, we right. need some people to help us with that. You've right. experienced yeah. that. Yeah, and, well, and, and I like what you said too, because it isn't not necessarily just sin or freedom from those things. Right. It's freedom from mentalities and things like that. Yeah. One, one of the people that spoke into my life, one of the, the greatest uh, greatest ways is a guy named Daryl Corbin, mm. who's, um, he was a, a pastor up in Centralia in Washington. Yeah. I interned with him my, my senior year. He's an okay guy. He's an okay guy, yeah. 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 Uh, he actually heads up all of the, the global stuff for Manor House, um, which we're a part of. And so he's just a great guy. But he, one of the things he did is helped me be able to start processing a different way of thinking Mm. about things. And I think that's a a, a big part of thinking and having freedom is being able to not be bound with mindsets or ways of thinking about stuff, but actually having people that can help you break out of that or offer a different way of thinking or challenge your thinking Mm -hmm. so that you don't just stay in a rut of what you're, of what you're constantly doing. Right. Right. And I think what you're saying is absolutely true. This is a mentor thing. This is a peer yep. thing. I've got friends, I know you do too, that we connect on a weekly basis. Yep, absolutely. Where, where we're, we're challenging each other. Yeah. And it's a constant back yeah. and forth, right? And it's that iron sharpening yeah. iron and Come there's on. freedom that's yeah. developing in both of our lives. Yeah. You know, when we talk iron sharpens iron, everybody thinks that the romantic, comp- like, that's cool. Men, <laughs> men are like, oh, it's tough. <laughs> but the reality of that is, is when iron sharpens iron, there's a tremendous amount of friction that takes yeah. place in uh, yeah. Heat's created. Yes. It's uncomfortable. Oh, Sparks are flying. Oh, man. But that is the reality of being in healthy relationships yep. together. And this is what Jesus was telling us. Listen, if you're going to actually live in freedom in your life, it is only going to come through the relationships that we right. have with one another, right. building healthy relationships yep. in life. Um, there, there's no escaping that in, in the body of Christ. And this is why the live free component is such a critical yeah. part. Yes. What we were talking about earlier, that tire, like if, yeah. if that tire is too small, it's going to be a funky ride down right. that road. And too many people, and I've been in this boat, yeah. have had this, this out, of, out of balance in their yeah. life where we, we didn't allow ourselves to be in healthy enough relationships with right. other people. And I, I just want to speak to you. Yeah. Maybe that's you yeah. today. Maybe you find yourself in, in some really lonely spots or by your choices. I, yeah. I made choices that way in my life. Right. Here's the beauty of the gospel is that it's a continuing work. Yeah. We talked about it at the beginning. Yeah. This is a process yes. and a journey. Take Life your step long. today to lean into some healthy relationships. Yeah 
years. Um, we're actually getting ready to do that in a totally different way through yeah. house church, yeah. right? Um, and, and it's going to be a, a totally different feel, but it's going to be amazing the relationships that it's going to be able to build yeah. for us and the opportunity that we're going to have to have some of these conversations in these spaces that yeah. really help us uh, mm-hmm. to move forward. Listen, here, here's, here's a reality for you. The devil doesn't want this for your That's life. Right. That's right. He doesn't want Absolutely. it for your life. He, he would much rather you live your life isolated and, mm-hmm. and in slavery, just mm-hmm. like the children of Israel were. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Jesus went to the cross and he died for us yeah. so that we could experience this fullness of relationship and right. life and wholeness that he has for us. But man, the enemy would love nothing more than to get you to believe the lie That's right. that you can do this on your own. That's right. It, it, has, right. it has been the lie told from the beginning of time, yeah. right? Adam and Eve tried to do their own thing. Right. And it just broke their relationship mm-hmm. both with each other and then with God. Mm-hmm. And we've all experienced that. And so I just want to encourage you today, if you have that, that, that tendency or that push and feel in your mm-hmm. life of, man, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just going to do this. My, I, don't, I don't trust anybody. I don't want to talk right. to anybody. I just want you to understand the source of that in your life. Right. I want to be really clear. That, that is not the voice of God. Yep. Uh, God would draw you into relationship yep. both with him. Yep. and with people around you. And so we really want to encourage you to do that. And, and I, I want to throw this in too. I know that there are, we probably actually all say this, that we've all been burned by relationships. Yeah, We've all had relationships with either people that have been mentoring yeah. us or peer relationships yeah. that, that have just gone bad. Yep. And, and we've got hurt yeah. with that. And sometimes that can actually cause us to hold back Absolutely. and to not lean into relationship and to not try to, to, to build this relationship. Yep. But I want you to know that God, just like you said, God has designed us to yeah. be in relationship. Yeah. And there are healthy places yeah. to find relationship, yeah. and there are unhealthy places to Come find on. relationship. So true. And I, I want you to know that, that it, in, in our church and in small group and in community, yeah. this is a place where you can come and you can actually find healthy people yeah. to be able to connect yeah. with in life. And there's accountability, mm-hmm. and this is huge. There's yeah. accountability to people that speak into your life. There's accountability of relationship. But if God, uh, or if you have experienced hurt in the past from yeah. people, there is healing. Yeah, come on. There is healing. Exactly and God about. wants to bring healing to your life yeah. so that you can be free of those hurts yeah. so that you then can have a relationship which helps you to be free of other stuff in yeah. your life. Yeah, come on. And, and here's the reality. Uh, you're never going to find a perfect place. Right. <laughs> here's Sorry. two very imperfect guys sitting right here. Sorry. Uh, but we can walk in relationship yeah. together. Yeah. And we can be in small groups with people yes. that are on, the, on that same journey. Yes. Um, and again, it goes back to our goal, right? God, the goal is that God wants us to be free. Yeah. He wants us to experience that in life. And maybe you're watching today yeah. and uh, maybe you're, you're wrestling through some of this conversation mm-hmm. just because you recognize you've never began a relationship right. with Jesus. You yeah. know, never even started that space to, to experience the forgiveness that comes through yeah. the cross. Man, I'm, I'm feeling a little emotional right now, but <laughs> um, just that that, yeah. that freedom that comes through knowing Jesus paid the price for your yeah. sin and mine. Yeah, yeah. And without that, we don't have any hope. Right. And what we're talking about today of living free is, is a component, an outworking of beginning a relationship with Jesus right. Christ. And if you're watching today, yeah. And maybe you haven't begun a relationship with him. I just want to take a moment mm-hmm. and let you know that can happen right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no elaborate prayer that we pray. There's no magic words that we say. It's just simply coming before Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he's listening to you right now and just saying, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Yeah. I acknowledge my need for you. Mm-hmm. My life is broken. And I recognize you as the healer and the Savior. And if that's you today, I just want to encourage you to just pause for a moment mm-hmm. And speak those words to Jesus. He's listening right now. He set this moment up for you to be able to connect with him. Why? Because he wants you 
to experience the freedom that comes through the forgiveness of sin and living a new life mm-hmm. in Him. And so mm-hmm. we just we want to invite you into that place yeah. today. Um, t- we, we love this reality that no matter where we're at in our journey, whether we've been serving Jesus for a long time or today maybe you're just hearing about Him for the first time, yeah. that Jesus meets us right there in those yep. moments. And he has freedom for us in our yeah. lives. And so we want to take just a moment and pray for you all today mm-hmm. uh, that, that you would experience that to a whole new level. And specifically right. as we move into these new uh, kind of spaces for us as a mm-hmm. church uh, in the weeks ahead, mm-hmm. that we would all experience, I'm going to experience, Jason's mm-hmm. going to experience a greater degree of freedom in our lives because yeah. of the relationship yeah. uh, that we're going to have together. And I just want to pray that over you today because it is such an important part of this next season for us. Yeah. So Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that it's alive, Lord, that it is changing and transforming us, God. We thank you for today, God, and just talking about really the second part, God, of of this series of learning how to live free and that, Jesus, you set a plan for us to do that in relationship with one another. And so, God, I pray as we head into this season ahead that our hearts would be wide open, God, to the work that you want to do in us, Lord. Lord, we recognize that our environment and surroundings are changing, but God, that you remain the same and your desire for us remains the same. Lord, that we would be set free. Lord, that we would live healthy lives right here and now, God, as we look forward to the beauty of eternity. So God, we just surrender ourselves to you. God, we thank you for this time together today. Lord, we pray as we launch into this new week ahead, Lord, that our hearts, Lord, would grow and expand in our love for you and our love for one another. God, help us to go out and to make a difference with our lives, Lord, this week, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.